The Coca-Cola Company, Cure Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo are bringing consumers more choices with less sugar than ever before. From sparkling, flavored, and bottled waters to zero-sugar sports drinks, teas, and sodas, consumers are taking advantage of these choices. In fact, nearly 60% of beverages sold contain zero sugar. To learn more, visit balanceus.org. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast episode for Friday, August 14th, 2020. And on today's episode, we're going to be premiering an episode of Nero and the Pig, which is our entertainment show, which I'm thinking about putting on a podcast network, depending on how you guys respond. This is the Dark Illumination Report podcast, the official podcast of Shadow Path Diabolism, your daily dose of Diabolonian philosophy to inspire you on your journey down the crooked shadow path. Here's your host, R.J. Womack, Brother Nero. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the podcast. Glad you're here. I hope everybody's doing well. Everything's been going good. Our audience is growing. We're still growing by leaps and bounds. Thanks to you guys. I really appreciate it. I appreciate your positive comments on the show. And I'll be getting back to the regular format tomorrow. As I said, I'm going to be making every Friday an entertainment episode, either with myself or with the episode of The Pig, depending on what happens here. But we're going to try to make Nero and the Pig a separate episode or a separate show altogether on the ministry podcast network. The ultimate goal here is hopefully to get enough interest in a podcast network that we can have about three different podcasts up by the end of the year and have our own podcast network and hopefully use some advertisements from those podcasts from that network to fund the ministry as it starts up next year, along with the release of my book. So everything will kind of come together and support each other. The other thing I want to mention is the reason I'm doing an entertainment podcast, and I know some of the more serious diabolists probably think, why would you want to do that? Why would you waste time? The reality is, like I said, we need to have our own culture. We need to have our own identity. It has to be more. Our religious tradition has to be more than just about the religious worship of Satan. We have to have a balanced life. We have to practice what we preach. So in order to facilitate that, I want us to have programming on the podcast network that addresses different aspects of life and and caters to different audiences of people and so that we have our own religious and social culture, you know, and so that we have our own identity. And it's not just being anti-Christian or being anti-something, that we have our own uh, cultural identity as a as a religious tradition. It's very important. Plus, I just want to do stuff that's fun. And this is fun, and this is something that is not really that big of a deal. It's not important in the sense that, you know, the Earth's not going to cease to exist if we don't do a podcast on entertainment. 
and nobody's going to be upset if, you know, we talk about uh, Sabrina or Lucifer or whatever. It's very, very benign sort of stuff. And again, it's about illustrating the point that in this religion, you have to have balance. You have to have things that are not just strictly religious. A diabolist at all times must strive for balance in their life. They must, you know, be focused and devoted, but yet they must take time for their family, must take time for things they enjoy, and and always try to keep a balanced life. Because if you don't, you're not going to be happy. And one of the biggest problems I see with people is they're either so focused on, on partying and hanging out and having a good time that they don't focus on anything else. Then you have the people like myself that are at the opposite end of that spectrum, that are the people that are always doing something, always worried about achieving something, always trying to set goals and don't take the time to enjoy themselves and just have a good time. So, again, we're just trying to make sure that we have a balance that reflects the religious principles that we say we believe in and that we believe Satan expects of us. It's very important because in my interactions with the spirits, what I find is that they want us to have a balanced nature. They want us to be more like nature. And nature is not always, you know, about survival. Sometimes it's about fun. And if you don't believe so, just look at any animals that you see out there. Even the most strict or most vicious animals have a tendency to have moments of play and casual times where they where the uh, baby animals will play with each other and stuff like that. So um, most animals are like that. So we have to use that as an example. Anyway, enough of that. So we'll get into the show. Hope you enjoy it. Please contact me. Please leave your comments on YouTube or on my website or wherever you want to. And let me know what you think, because I know not only will I be interested to hear what you have to say, but I'm sure Mo will be interested to hear what you have to say. And by the way, for those of you who don't know, Mo is Pig. He's the co-host of the new podcast. All right, let's get into it. See you next time, guys. Until then, see ya. May Satan be with you. Take care. Hey, everybody. This is Brother Nero, and I'm here with my buddy Pig, or the Pig, or whatever you want to call him. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself, Pig? Hi. Um, yes, I'm known as Pig. I'm also known as Mo, but sort of like I have come to be known as as, as Pig. And uh, I I am a devil worshipper and I am a pagan. And uh, and that's me, basically, and a witch. So, uh, yep. Well, the, I wanted to bring uh, Pig on here because I wanted to do a co-hosted show and I wanted to do a show about entertainment. So I wrangled Pig into it. And if you don't know anything about Pig, he's kind of like he's the person that I kind of talk into doing stuff that nobody else will do with me. He's mm-hmm. like the, he's like the guy that's willing to do a lot of stuff that most people won't do with me. So that's kind of his thing. He's kind yeah. of like the sidekick, the official sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. No, but uh, me and Mo have been friends for what about a year now online? Uh, Two years. I think probably about maybe 18 months, something like that. I think. Yeah. It's, been a, it's months. been a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, so, so this show, we wanted to talk about entertainment, books, art, and just kind of like do a social show that didn't really have to do specifically with religion, where we could talk about things from a diabolist perspective without it being specifically religious. That doesn't mean we're not going to talk about religion, but, 
but we're specifically more interested in the social aspects and the entertainment aspects of how it applies to the religion and just having a good time in general. Yeah, and kind of let, let, letting you into our into our twisted little minds a little bit more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I just I want to give uh, I want to give a disclaimer here. I just want to say if there's anything wrong with the content or the sound quality or generally anything, it's pig's fault. Just just want to say that out for the record because my standards are so high that you know I would tolerate low standards. But pig, you know, if it wasn't for me, he'd be using the what like Apple earbuds as a microphone, and you know, his idea yeah. of splurging is like an extra can of beans. From the grocery yeah. store. That, you know, that's, so, so whatever's wrong with the podcast, it's his fault. Just, just want to let everybody know that from the start. That, 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 that is the general rule in our interaction, in fact. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's the pig's fault, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, just, I just want to start establish that relationship dynamic right from the start. <laughs> so if you have any complaints about anything on the podcast, direct them all at pig because it's probably his fault. And if it's not his fault, we're going to make sure to act like it's his fault anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just remember the pig did it just that's all you mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. all right so, so anyway yeah so today what we're going to do is start by talking about um some entertainment topics uh we were going to start by talking about sabrina the chilling adventures i think is what it's actually called the chilling adventures of sabrina yeah and yep I don't know if anybody knows this yet, but it's been canceled by Netflix and they are going to have a third season. But my position is that it's probably a good thing because the writers of the show, at least two of them were Wiccans. And in the second season, uh, they started going in that direction. I don't want to give it away for people that haven't seen it. But one of the reasons I was very interested in the show and really liked it because it was one of the few shows that actually showed the world from a satanic point of view from a family that actually cared about each other and believed in satan as their yeah. god as opposed to some just sinister figure with no no morals or anything like that so so i'd love that part of the show and i'm disappointed yeah. that it's kind of been canceled but again good since it's going towards the wicked point of view i'm kind of glad it happened yeah i i, I love the way that you know the aunt would always sort of like go oh praise satan you know it was just so beautiful you know i thought it's just so lovely that they had people sort of like just doing that on a kind of like a a, a kind of mainstream tv show really you know yeah i mean it, it's the you know a lot of people didn't like it they thought it was cheesy they thought it you know a lot of satanists complained about it but i thought it was the first show where where the actual characters were shown believing in satan as a serious religion and i thought that was groundbreaking and i thought yeah it's not perfect but it's it's different it shows yeah. satan just as real people and i didn't understand why people were so against it yeah and even when uh, like again one of the one of the aunts was talking to the, all the kids you know in front of her and she was reading from her big book and she was saying and as we know the false god you know and it's just like things like that you know i mean it's like they're sort of whatever you want to call it they're sort of satanic satanic sort of like preschool or what have you it was really funny i love that you know yeah and the, and the thing that made me laugh about that is because i've been in covens where we do actually teach that uh, you know, <laughs> i've talked about i've talked about people in england that that i worked with and they would read stories to their kids talking about the false god and the slave god and the <laughs> you know so that that really happened in my world so i thought it was hilarious yeah 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's nice to see, and they're just such the, the the characters were 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 so much fun and so relatable, you know, as well. I I like that, you know, I like that part of it. I like that side to it. A lot. I like the I like the goofy aunt, you know, the British accent sort of aunt, and she was really uh, what was it? What was her name again? I forget. I can't um, remember. Golly, I do, can't remember do, her name. Do, do you Whip mean the? Like. the it, it, do you mean like the shorter one? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought oh, she was yeah. great because she's so she's supposed to be this devil worshiper, but yet she's so naive and so childlike. And it's like I just thought it was funny because I've known Satanists like that. So I, I mean, I related to it. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's like nobody sort of like everyone thinks that say if you're a Satanist or even if somebody's a, a, a thalamite in, in you know in the old days or what have you, they think that you are something really, really, or you you're going to have to be hardcore, or you're going to have to be sinister, or you're going to have to be sort of immensely learned. And they, of, of course, that's not how things are in real life. You know, you get all sorts of people, and you you will always get like your your wacky aunt type, or like you know your your sort of quite you know sweet naive person you know somewhere over there you know doing this or somebody who makes the cookies or what have you you know yeah no i mean like i said i've known people like that in satanism so i know it's true that's why i think it's funny um but yeah i don't i don't know why they decided to cancel it netflix has been canceling a lot of tv shows they've canceled a lot of really good tv shows i personally like their superhero um TV shows that they did, like Luke Cage and all that stuff. I, I really liked, like, um, um, just their their whole superhero stories. I really liked the ones they chose to do and the ones they chose to adapt. And I was disappointed to see, like, um, like some of them go away, like Jessica Jones and stuff like that. I, I personally liked them. And I'm not really big into comics or hero films or anything like that. So for me to like a um, superhero um, series is very yeah. rare. Yeah. Very rare. I always, I just, I don't know what's going on with them, but they're canceling things left and right. That's strange already. You know, I don't yeah. know why they're doing that. Yeah. And they seem to be canceling stuff that has very good ratings as well. That's odd. I, I find that kind of like strange, you know, obviously if, if, if a series was really bombing and then sort of like, you know, that would be an obvious reason why they canceled it. But uh, I can't imagine that Sabrina would have, would have, I, I mean, I, I don't know what the the recent ratings of Sabrina have been, you know, but um, it seemed to be very successful as far as I was aware, you know. Yeah, I mean, but they've they've done it with other series that seem to be successful, so I, I'm not exactly sure what their thinking is or how they how they go about making their decisions. But um, you know, but they they do so much better than like say Amazon, um, you know, Amazon with the uh, what's it called their service? Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Amazon Prime. 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 Yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, Amazon just doesn't seem to be able to catch a break with really good TV shows that get a lot of press. And it's like, I like, no. I mean, I like Hannah, but that's about the only one. And then I actually like the one, um, the other one too, which is, um, God, I can't remember the name. I need to take notes for this stuff. But <laughs> the, the, the one by, um, Amy Schumer Palatino? No, no, that's not right. What? Uh, never mind. Just anyway, let's go on. So I forgot it's, what I was. It's all about. it's all pig's fault. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yep. my my incompetence is pig's fault. <laughs> so yeah, but anyway, so I, I don't know what goes on with them, but they make weird decisions, and and uh, I don't know. 
I mean, I'm I'm really interested to see what people think of Cursed, which is a show we're going to talk about towards the end of the podcast here. But um, yeah, I want to move on to Lucifer News. Oh, because Lucifer News is really good because uh, they've been approved for season five and they've been Mm -hmm. approved for season six. And season six, according to Netflix, will be the final season. Um, Of course, who knows what will happen between now and then. I mean, Lucifer's almost died like three different times and it manages to survive. So who knows what will happen? Yeah. But yeah, it's um, so let's let's talk a little bit about that. What did you think of Lucifer in general as a diabolist from a diabolist perspective and just in general as a TV show? Um, I thought it was I thought it was entertaining and I thought it's kind of like got more interesting as it goes along. You know, Um, I, I guess I was really interested in anything that presented like the devil from a sympathetic point of view yeah um it was maybe a little too sort of like from the christian point of view if you see what i mean you know in in some ways in that he was very much the kind of like he was the the christian angel and i'm sort of like with me i'm i'm more sort of like in terms of like the horn god of the witches and stuff like that that's more of my connection uh but i so but i've really got into it as it's got along yeah and uh, I, I think he's a very, I think he's a very funny character, and they have some very funny script writing as well. There's some really funny bits in it, you know, and 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 all that kind of thing. Uh, I, I just, I, I mean, I, I've, I've really kind of like warmed to it as as I've as I've gone along, you know, basically. And the guy who is it, Tom Ellis, who's his, yeah, his, Tom Ellis, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, he's so funny because I just know him as a comedy comedian over here who was in uh, like a a, a a comedy show over here in which he was a very, very like really meek sort of like sympathetic guy, you know, and seeing him in this, it was like, Oh my God, that's that guy from that comedy show. And he just, he, he was so different and he looked so different. He looked taller, he looked bigger and, you know, he really pulled that off very, very well, you know? So I was really, really impressed by him and, What's so funny is, is he's such, for such a, a, he's, I know he's kind of like bisexual, but sort of like for such a, a, a sort of like straight stud character, he's so camp at the same time, which is really funny, you know? Yeah, no, it, it is funny, especially when, when, when uh, I don't remember what season it was where he's like, oh, well, we can set you up with a, with a girl or, or something like that. He says something like, we can set you up with the ladies or something. Oh. Oh, I could see that you're not really into the ladies. Well, well, we could set you up with the guys too, or you know, <laughs> yeah. I can take care of you too. But I'm busy right now. I'll come back. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, get, you yeah. know he's like a real equal opportunity sex partner type person. He's like, I, I don't have time to deal with you right now, but I could service you later if you'd like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. but it's but it's just the way he pulls the lines off. It's great. Yeah, and what's really funny about him is that he's he has this amazing power to sort of like be incredibly successful, of course, and to largely be invulnerable except when he's around the detective. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, sort of like so he's got this amazing capacity to be so such a winner, and yet in human terms, he hasn't got a clue. But he, yeah. it's it's because he doesn't need to have a clue. 
he's so successful that he doesn't have to even bother about like learning any of the social cues or anything. He can say all the wrong things and it doesn't matter, basically, which is really funny as well. You know, yeah, because his charisma is just so off the charts, or at least that's the idea behind the character. Yeah, he can just get away with whatever. Yeah, so he's actually he's actually socially really incompetent. Yeah, if he wasn't the devil, he'd be sort of like he'd never get away with it. But the thing is, because he has this charisma, it's like you don't need anything else, which is very funny. You know, that 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 actually also really adds to the comedy. I think you know. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's a, it's a great show, great cast of characters, and the cast themselves are really. I mean, they're really nice people. They really interact with their fans. Yeah. Um, they really care about the fans. They support the fans. The fans support them. And I think that's one of the reasons why I love the show. But people had a lot of problems with this show, too. They, uh, Well, obviously, the Christians had a fit about it. I bet. Uh, you know, yeah. the million moms and all that stuff. <laughs> some Satanists even thought, well, I don't know how I feel about this. But I, I just thought, you know, again, it was a different take on, on the character of the devil. And yeah. I thought it was interesting. And I'm always... I'm for more occult programming in general, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast because I wanted to bring occult-themed shows to the attention of people, including maybe some old shows or old films that most people haven't heard of. So depending on how this show goes, this is kind of a demo show, and I'm going to put it on my regular podcast feed, and if people like it, they think it, you know, they're interested in listening to it, I'd like to do it on a regular basis. But we wanted to kind of see if there's any interest in the show. You know, uh, yeah. or this kind of show. And I don't know that there is. I mean, I would assume that there is, but you know, I don't really know what my audience gonna is gonna think of it. So we thought we'd just do a little sample show. I'd put it in my regular feed on a day whenever I didn't have an episode or wanted to take a break or whatever, and see what people thought of it. You know? Yep. I yep. just I just bring entertainment that has a satanic or occult theme to the attention of people. And I have I mean, I have some other shows that I want to talk about in future episodes that are that are interesting. And even even some of the shows that I'm not particularly the biggest fan of, I still think they're important because they're occult related. Like there's there's one show that I think is a little bit cheesy, a little bit kind of I don't know. It's just there's a little bit odd about it, but it's called The Order. And you could tell it's supposed to be like a Golden Dawn sort of order. Yeah. And it's a little bit on the cheesy side and it's not quite as good as some of the other shows, but I still think it's interesting and, and it's in its second season, which, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. So, so I yeah. want to promote a cult type TV shows. Cause I think they're important that to, to have an audience. Cause I mean, I don't know why it is, but there's so many supernatural shows, so many witchcraft related shows. And, I, and um, there's other shows by Netflix that are, that are witchcraft related that I haven't watched yet as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it shows that there, it's just a perennial thing, really. Um, people always come back to this as something that has a kind of, it holds something for them, really. And the thing yeah. is, having it as entertainment means that you don't have to be, you don't have to be too close to it. It's like you can vicariously feel like you're connecting to something which means something to you. And I, I think that's it. It's, it's, it's almost like an archetypal thing for people. You know, the supernatural, the other world. And in a sense, it's all part of what they've lost under Christianity in a way and under monotheism and then under secular humanism and atheism. Yeah, it's like it's all cut people off from that 
other world and from the direct experience of the supernatural and the direct experience of, of the spirits and the gods and things like that. So, and I think what it is, is that, is that, is that people still have that hunger and that need in them. Uh, they're not allowed to, uh, to engage in it either because of religious doctrine or because of a kind of, you know, kind of, uh, you know, atheist or secularists, uh, you know, lack of credibility around the subject, you know, like it's an embarrassment. It's either a sin or it's an embarrassment or, but underneath that, it's like, it's, it's everyone's guilty pleasure in a sense, you know, because they they need, yeah, yeah, go ahead. They need they they just need that connection, yeah. And I think so. You've got all of this stuff which is in entertainment. So in entertainment, it's like putting something in fiction. If you put something in fiction, you can say all sorts of stuff, and you can say, well, it's just in the imagination. It's okay. It's okay. You know. But yeah. if you so, what you can do is something quite serious can go into fiction or into humor, indeed. And it allows people to lower their lower their um, their defenses. It allows them to lower down the censorship, and then they can actually start. They can start to engage in it, and it's like their subconscious is engaging it and getting something of what it needs. And also, they're they're able to actually have a look at this stuff without feeling bad or conflicted or embarrassed or scared. You know. So I think that's. I think that's kind of what's going on in a way, you know, maybe anyway. Well, yeah, I, I think you're right to a certain extent, because if you if you look at modern contemporary Satanism, let's let's just use that term contemporary Satanism. Yeah. Um, if you look at it and you'll see that, you know, everywhere they turn, they're told if they believe in anything spiritual, they're stupid or ignorant or childish or whatever. That's the standard yeah. answer for the atheist. Right. Yeah. Whatever their answers are. And I think um, entertainment gives them a way to express that interest in the supernatural without being judged. I think yeah. it, 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 it kind of satisfies that longing for the spiritual that most people will not admit that they have, yeah. like you said, kind of thing. Yeah. And, and that's why shows like Supernatural and the originals and all that kind of stuff and charm, yeah. I think that's why they're always there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, what uh, we're going to move on to Good Omens, right? And so, oh, what were your thoughts yes. about that? I love Good Omens. I thought it was just such a great, a, a great program, you know. And it's just like a little mini series, and it was just beautiful. It was so beautifully acted and done, you know. Um, and it was just again, it was tremendously, it was tremendously good fun, you know. It really was. Um, but it had love, all sorts of lovely idea things thrown in and put in in humorously. So I really loved it. But I especially loved the relationship between Crowley and and Ezefrael, you know. Uh, I yeah. just thought it was so it was so beautifully played by the two of them. And I thought, oh, it was just a it was just a a, a, a great program. Lovely program, I thought. Yeah, I don't oh, I don't I don't know how I don't know how, um, uh, you know, most Satanists would look at that program. I think some of them would think it was a bit cheesy. But but again, you know, I'm a I'm a fan of Douglas Adams and the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, as you know. So yeah. that humor is perfect for me. That yeah. whole cheesy kind of campy, kind of silly thing. And I, I think, like you said, you get get away with presenting alternative ideas, some serious ideas, but in a in a funny way that you wouldn't normally get away with. Yeah, you know? and I yeah. think that's what's great about it. And I think 
it, I think the whole thing was hilarious. I oh, think the no. choice of music was good too. Yeah, 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 absolutely perfect. Really, you know. <laughs> and I just think, I just think, what I what I found one of the things that I found most hilarious was the fact that they, the demon was obsessed with his car. Yeah, and it, I mean, he had this <laughs> obsession with the car, and whatever happened, he didn't care about anything else. But don't let anything happen to the car. I, I know it's like one of them was obsessed with this car, the other was obsessed with food, basically. You know? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was. I was just so sweet. It was so nice, and it was like you know the way that Azifrael actually really enjoyed all of this stuff in this world, but he had to present it as being just something that was nice, and he was just playing his role, you know. And it was just right, you know. Right. But actually, it was like, oh yes, oh yes, we're going to have um. Uh, whatever it was, you know, it was whatever food he, he was going to have, or the special wines. And of course, you know, uh, Crowley's right in there with all that. He's got all the supplies, you know, so it was just, it was just, it was very funny. Just, uh, and just the, the, the kind of like the delicacy of their interrelationship and how actually, how close they really were, you know. Yeah, and, they couldn't and, admit it to each other. No, that's right. You know, it was it was just very sweet. You know, it it, it really was. You know, and then the, the other thing that 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 reminded me of was that that when when what was his name again? The angel again? I keep forgetting his name. Which one? The angel. As it, oh, as Israel. As Israel. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the things that made me laugh was that when you finally realized that the world was going to come. Oh God, we're ruining the. We're putting out spoilers here. But when he oh. realized the world might end, he yeah. really got distressed about it. Yeah. Because he, he had really had to admit that he actually liked the world. He liked food. And, and it wasn't just him playing a role. The fact that he had to actually admit how much he was going to miss the earth. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's and, right. And I just thought that was hilarious because he, he had to take all the pretenses off and, and, you know, and actually have to admit the truth. Yeah. Yeah, and how uh, I, he was about it. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I know, and it's a lot of like, yes, we've got to, we've, we've got to have, have, have faith in the ineffable nature of God and 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 His plan. But when it comes down to there being no more secondhand bookshops, no more fine wines, no more lovely cheeses, no more Paris cuisine, you know, it's like yeah, they're rebelling against the cosmic it's, order. It's like, oh my, oh my, this is serious, you know, it's like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and what was the other thing? The realization that God was a woman was uh, was probably oh, yeah. had a hard time dealing with. Yeah, that was funny. That was just really, uh, it was really funny. It was so beautifully done, though. The whole thing was so beautifully done, and even just the thing about like you know the witches and, and the and the witch, the you know the witch persecution, which was all done really really sort of like humorously as well, you know, making the fun of the witch burners and stuff like that, you know, so that was, there was just lots of things. And there were just so many good sort of like little gags and, and, and the spirit of the Antichrist being put in dog. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was just, it was just lovely. And and just the, the, the demon hierarchy themselves were just so funny because they were basically a bureaucracy, you know, it's like yeah. basically it was two competing bureaucracies. Yeah, like, it's like going, it's like heaven had a DMV and hell had a DMV. Yeah, no, I know. Everything according to policy and according to rules. 
Yep, no, no, totally, totally. It's it like was, having it was, a government agency rule everything. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah, you just put in your memos and you file your taxes and basically that's it. You know, it's like, nah, they, they won't check up on you, you know, it'll be okay. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> corporate says we have to do this. Yeah, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's a corporate universe, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I just, no, that's hilarious. And was it that the one of the last things that, that Cherry Pratchett wrote Pritchard, is it Pritchard or Pratchett? I keep saying Pratchett. 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 Isn't yeah. that what he? Isn't that the last one of the last things he wrote? I, you, you know, I can't. What? Now hold on. That was um. I'm just trying to think. Uh, I think it must have been. I, I think it probably was, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, obviously he he, he co-wrote it with um, uh, Neil Gaiman. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Neil Gaiman is the creator of Lucifer and and. Uh, Part of the as part of the Sandman comics, and he's also the author of American Gods, which the TV show is based on. Which, by the way, just as a little side note, if you haven't read the novel American Gods, it's well worth the read. It really, it really affected me on a deep level, on a on a really personal, emotional level. That American Gods, because it really was, it made me feel bad for the pagan gods and how they must feel because, you know, according to my particular beliefs in my particular tradition, the, the shadow path diabolism, we believe that the gods get their energy to survive through acts of worship and devotion and sacrifice. And when you stop sacrificing to them and making offerings to them, they don't have as much power and they can cease to exist kind of thing. That's the ancient pagan belief. They get their power to exist from people worshiping them and neil gaiman took that to the extreme with american gods and and basically said you know the the gods have become kind of mortal and kind of human because they, they don't have enough people worshiping them and so it was kind of sad it was kind of um it was a good story but it made me sad and it made me think a lot about the demons and about satan and how they must feel when people just reject them and and treat them as if they're just kind of like archetypes you know so it yeah. affects an emotional level. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll have to read that. I did. I've watched some of the um, the series. You know, the TV series. I think it's on Prime. I can't remember. I can't remember if it's on Prime or Netflix. But I've watched some of the series, and that was that was. Uh, it's a good series as well on on TV. You know, and I mean, some of the. I mean, we'll talk about that maybe another time or what have you. But like, it, it's it's good on there. So I'm. I should. I really must read that book as well. You know. Yeah, it. I mean, I, I haven't seen the series yet, and it's only because I don't have those channels because they're they're pay channels, and I don't have them, so I'm gonna have to buy it as a series, right. and uh, and so I have to buy it so I can watch it on Amazon wherever it's at, and uh, and the other the last thing I want to mention is there's a new show called Cursed, which is available on um, Netflix, which is is supposed to be like a take on the lady of the lake kind of like her story and how she became the lady of the lake and and uh it's actually very good i like it and it also has um the actor that played floki on uh, vikings as merlin which is kind of fascinating i'm anxious to see how that character arc develops and how that character develops and what he brings to the table as the actor um it's got a lot of really well-known actors in fantasy and comic books and stuff and the reviews from the from the I think it's Rotten Tomatoes for the British premiere of it was not very good. It was like three stars or something like that. But 
I don't get it. I don't get why it got such poor reviews. I think, I mean, I've watched like six episodes and it's pretty amazing, I think. Yeah, I'll have to catch up on that, actually. Yeah. But I just wanted to bring that up to kind of close out the episode, just for any of you who are kind of into the Arthurian legend sort of thing and and are looking for a new spin on it. I think you'll really enjoy this uh, show. Uh, so I recommend you give it a look. Um, but anyway, that's that's about it for this episode. Thanks, Pig, for doing this with me. And um, we'll see what people think and we'll see if they want more episodes. Yep. Well, thank you. Thanks for thanks for inviting me on. And it's good. It's been fun. All right. Well, have a good one, everybody. See you next time, hopefully. Take care. Bye. If you would like to learn more about the Shadow Path Diabolism tradition of occultism, go to rjwomack.com. That's rjwomack.com. If you enjoy this podcast and support our message, tell a friend, leave us a review, and follow us on social media. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.